Hey, welcome to the IME Podcast. You're listening to Crystal, and in this episode, I'm going to dig into what I believe channeling is for my personal experience. Alright, so let's get into it. Hey, so uh, earlier tonight, um, I took a nap and I thought I was in bed for the night, but then I woke up and then I was like, all right, let me go watch Toy Story 4 or Hi, Stomach, how are you? Stomach is saying hello. Um, and, uh, I was trying to do some stuff, but I just felt the need to, like, man, just stop doing shit, you know? Always stay doing shit. So, um, when I stopped doing shit, um, I kind of got the impulse or the nudge to revisit this tab that I had opened last night. And, um, the tab, uh, was open to a website called um, Ascension Glossary. And so it kind of looks like Wikipedia, but um, this person runs this this site that gives like definitions of all sorts of things. And um, I uploaded an episode today about like how to communicate with your guides. Um, and I uploaded that like hours and hours earlier. So I'm just kind of like uh, running across this website. So I, I'm like, hmm, let me look into channeling. And I wasn't thinking about what I had posted earlier today, but um, somehow I, I kind of got to this page and, uh, you know, th- what was the information that was provided was really interesting. Um, there's a couple of ideas around like what a channel is, um, and, and what a channel is to like most people based on like stereotypes, like, you know, what the world generally thinks a channeler is, um, versus this, um, personal statement that was provided by the person who runs the Ascension Glossary and they were just explaining um, what they thought that channeling meant to them. And she was saying, um, quote, I'm not a channel and I'm just going to paraphrase, but, uh, she was saying that she didn't at any point didn't have any extraterrestrial contact or extra dimensional human contact during the ascension process. And she doesn't see herself as a vessel or another entity um, that's that's bringing any uh, control over her mind, body, or spirit. Like she feels like she's not bringing in um, external or other shit into her field, and so therefore she thinks that she is not a channel. And I don't know if I'm interpreting. Like, if what I'm about to say is interpreting her perspective, but shit, let me just speak for myself. And that from what I got from that, how that reflected back to me and my experience is that I've noticed that throughout my life, I've, like I've said, I've never had um, 
in a, in a previous episode somewhere, I don't even remember the episode, but I had mentioned that I hadn't had any sort of paranormal experiences, at least not in this incarnation. Um, I've always felt, uh, like extremely protected, like energetically and just spiritually, just always just this feeling of protection, despite um, the stuff that I've been clearing over the years, which has been like a lot of fear. So it's a little, it's ironic because it's like, well, how can you, I mean, you can experience fear, but also be divinely protected. So hopefully that makes sense. And so, um, you know, just after reading what her perspective was about her experience, it, um, it actually illuminated more about my experience with channeling so um these podcast episodes that i do uh they're basically i'm in a space where i don't have to think about what i'm saying um and it's truly a form of like stream of consciousness so like right now um i'm looking around and i'm not thinking about anything i can feel the words coming out but it's not as a result of my um, thoughts. Like I'm not, like I can't think and speak at the same time. And I'm not thinking before I'm speaking, I'm just kind of letting these things happen, which explains why every time I do um, an episode, once I finish it, I don't remember what I said. (laughs) And so um, for me, that's channeling. And the way that works for me is that like, I have, uh, I would describe it as an intranet. And so um, I see my higher self, like the highest aspects of myself as my bouncers um, towards like the universe. So I get information from my higher self, from all higher aspects of myself. And that information comes from wherever it does in the universe, um, whatever may be higher than that. Uh, if there's something higher, if that even applies, which I don't know. All I know is that whatever information, whatever intel I get is filtered through my higher self. And that's how I receive the messages that I get. So I'm not getting shit from, um, from entities. It always feels like, um, whatever I receive is, uh, has been, what's the word? Um, because I used to be like, I, I used to go to school for programming. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking back to not thinking, but more or less like feeling back to what it was like being a programmer and when you're, um, translating information. So for example, I remember when I was learning, I think C++, it was like, okay, I'm sitting down, I'm creating a program that I want to do this that or the other how how can i use this code to translate into um something that's executable that i want this to um you know like i i want this to produce this result and so uh you're you're taking an idea and then you're using a language and you're um a translator you know, I'm, I'm a translator in that sense, um, where, uh, where my higher aspects, 
they're translating stuff that um, will be receivable to me where I am now, where I'm speaking to you from, but they translate what they receive and then it comes down to me. So I think of it also like as a filter, a filter um, by which that information from the universe is then translated down to me and then I translate it um, externally, verbally. So it's it sounds like a bit of a filtration process, but that's what it feels like because I, I get the information um, through like feelings and and it just kind of flows as a stream of consciousness. It's interesting to describe because um, I think before I I had said that oh like things come to me as thoughts and they do, but um, there's also like okay maybe I'll get an idea. You know just like a word or a phrase or whatever but then the rest of that idea isn't explored through the thought it actually comes out through uh i, I want to say like i don't know if it's like in my heart space or whatever but it's it's not being communicated from the same place where my thoughts are so i feel like it comes from like the central area of my body so that's what I'm saying it is definitely like a heart communication and that's actually how I know that like whatever it is that I speak on is is real real for me and all real is is just resonance so that's you know that's what reality is based upon realness and resonance and uh and what's out of resonance shows up for folks to to let people know, like, hey, this is not real for you. This is some shit that doesn't um, want to be in your reality. And therefore, that resistance against that is trying to tell you, uh, it's trying to give you a directive on, on where to go. So that's why people face resistance in their reality or any sort of challenges. And as a result, it ultimately... Um, helps people grow as well so it's in one sense you could see it as like resistance and challenge showing up as like oh this is something that isn't supposed to be here but it's here because it's actually supposed to be here to help you grow so it's like yes and no um, and you get to kind of choose how you want to see that and you get to choose how you want to see everything else and I'm finding more Often than not, um, the shifts in my perspective this year have been phenomenal. But uh, your free will, and I know this sounds simple because people have said it before, but it didn't click until now. But your free will is in how you choose to see something. Um, and there may be times in your life where it's hard for you to see things, but you're unaware of that. It's like there's so many different um ways perspectives and opportunities for you to see something differently however if you're in a certain a certain frequency and you're unable to access that because of where you are in your ascension journey then there's no way for you to know that you know like in this moment i know what i know now but back then like a year ago i had no fucking clue about the stuff that i'm speaking on now just no clue 
And it wouldn't have made sense to myself then, but it makes sense to me now. And my now self makes complete sense of everything that I've experienced back then. So, um, and I know that the now that I'm in now, uh, doesn't like, I can't make sense of things that I know will make sense to me in the future. So hopefully that makes sense. Cause, uh, ascension is about growth and there's so many things that we don't know in the current moment, but yeah, I just wanted to s- just provide that little bit of insight on what I feel like channeling is because um, in movies and just like random places on the internet will say that like um, I guess they'll they'll make it synonymous with like mediumship but um, if somebody is allowing another energy into their field I feel like there's a higher risk of just like bringing in things that you don't need in your space. And that's why I said that like for me personally, I have an intranet. So I feel like my my space is protected um, provided that like, you know, it's it depends on like what permissions I have you know, like what permissions I'm allowing. And I'm thinking about like programming right now. So it's like, you can give programs certain permissions, you know, certain allowances for the user to be able to do this, that, or the other. So that's what I feel like for channeling, you have a choice to decide what permissions you want to give to certain energies and entities out here. And for me, I'm not giving these niggas no fucking permissions. And I must have set that intent like before I incarnated because I've never had that issue um, in my life. Even as I've been ascending and I've been like um, feeling my extrasensory gifts more and really discerning um, what I'm able to translate and how it comes through me, um, I see the value in in my experience and um, you know, part of me wants to be like, like, bro, to all these, um, you know, air quotes, psychics, uh, it's like, man, y'all niggas opening yourselves up unnecessarily so to, um, energies that are not yours and you don't have to, like, you can set the intention to have the higher aspects of yourself to um, filter and discern for you what you might need to receive from an external source. Like if somebody's asking you, oh, I just want to know if, if some such and such who passed over has any information for me. Um, and instead of letting that person's energy be in your field, you just access... Um, your higher self and you ask your higher self to go ahead and get that information for you and bring it down into your field to translate so you're not taking on um granny's energy you know for somebody else (laughs) because the truth is is that if if people are doing this like for for like as their life work as their life purpose um and you're coming into contact 
Like you're making your field available to all these strangers. And let's just say you don't know how they died or what kind of life they live. You don't know what kind of fucking energy you're bringing into your shit. So it's like, it's like, uh, uh-uh. I, I don't know how people do it, but, um, I feel like the ones who are able to sustain that sort of life purpose, they perhaps maybe do it the way that I just described is like to have their higher self access that energy from the person um, that's being requested to receive information from. And then that energy is then uh, translated into their field to, um, to be streamed out to the person who is actually going to receive it. So, um, yeah. With that being said, um, yeah, I'll just leave it there. And until next time. All right, channeling addendum. So, um, there's a line on the Ascension Glossary in regards to channeling about, um, entities or energies that like supposedly uh, don't want to let higher information get into uh, the consciousness of the collective. So in other words, like there are some people out here who say, oh, there's, you know, there's dark forces that don't want this information to reach you guys and blah, 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 blah. And here's the thing about that. I don't think anything is a dark force. I think everything is a lesson. And I think that like when people say that, um, it's just a, it's another form of like a lesson or entity. I'll say that. Um, because that kind of, that kind of projects fear. And it's one of those things where if you feel like there are forces that are trying to prevent you from sharing something, you need to ask yourself why that is, you know, and where's the truth in the situation? Are there um, blockages in your field? Is something trying to um, prevent you from doing or saying or sharing something for a certain reason? You have to see where the boundaries, like maybe the lesson could be boundaries. So you could be perceiving dark forces attacking you for sending out truths to the world. And as a result, it's like, you know, you perceive that like the government is coming after you or there's Illuminati or there's blood sacrificing or yada, yada, yadas. And I'm not saying that like that shit ain't true. It don't resonate with me as truth, but, um, there are people who believe that they're being attacked by certain things and that could very well be a certified truth in their experience. I'm not saying that people aren't being attacked by entities, but I'm just saying how we perceive those entities makes all the difference. Um, and seeing those things for what they truly are, like finding the truth of what that entity is so that you can understand what's going on. Are you really being attacked or are you being badgered into seeing the lesson? <laughs> because energetic attacks, um, I feel like 
if you're being attacked by something energetically, that means that shit is banging on your motherfucking door to get you to see something about why that entity is there banging on your door in the first place. And um, it's not just about like, oh, like this is just trying to keep the truth for the world. Like, bitch, look at yourself. What is the truth that you need to understand for yourself before you start sending certain messages out into the world maybe you miss something maybe the thing that you're trying to say um isn't helpful toward the collective maybe you don't realize that like what you think you're channeling is tainted for some reason so um that's the perspective that i have on like sending messages out into the world um, and I think if you're doing that from a very protected and conscious place and you're open to seeing the lessons in all things and in all forms of resistance, um, you're going to attract, uh, the like energy that reflects that, um, sense of wholeness, awareness and peacefulness. Like you're not going to attract, um, you know, a lot of bullshit in, in your work and in your purpose if you're constantly questioning the things that are challenging you um, and questioning those things to see the truths of everything. You know, I notice more in my daily life where if I feel like blank or confused or like um, weird, even if I feel weird, because there's, there's spaces where I feel peaceful and then there's spaces where I feel like blah and so I asked myself a question or multiple questions during my blah moments is to figure out why why am I feeling blah why am I feeling like I'm in this space where I'm not in a space am I grounded do I need to ground like so it gets you to really sharpen and sharpen and sharpen and sharpen your awareness more and more and more everything around you everything that you feel and experience and think is geared to sharpen your awareness it's asking you to look closer at this to ask a question about the truth um for you on that so yeah i just wanted to leave you with that and uh all right laters <laughs>